Hello, my name is Maxim Medved. You're listening to Ice Cream Sunday Podcast. If you are not, very bad news for you. Dosvedanya for now. Goodbye. Fuck yeah. start out with our san antonio trip but before that because you share an affinity for spicy foods um specifically like my dad's spicy chicken and stuff like that um i realized you haven't tried the spicy jerky and um this would be austin's second time Corey's first time we we recorded earlier technically my third oh well yeah yeah um, so I figured this is a special occasion. Why not? Why not have you uh try it out? Fuck yeah! So, this is the jerky that we talked about before. Sure, um, I haven't tried this before. I think I'm, I maybe I'm have posi- maybe, but maybe no. That- you tried my dad's homemade jerky. See, I've, I've tried some hot jerky you've had. Maybe not this particular. No, I have terrible heartburn thanks to this jerky. You started with a bad heart. Well, that's true too. Your character creation was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> We're just picking up me. That's pretty much like what the last 45 minutes of audio we recorded was. Just ASMR. Just, and then me having the fucking hiccup up boys. For something like spicy, it actually does have like pretty, pretty decent taste. Yeah. I'm afraid I have to be that guy and tell you I'm kind of unimpressed heat wise well see that's the thing you were you're trying it in chunks and not oh shit lord so how do we how do we want to start out the san antonio trip is it the i mean i know we've talked about it before but we had talked about it before um i guess i want to talk to you about why you served us fucking curdled uh, rum chata. That was yeah. that was a shitty time. Were you there for that? Were yeah, you- yeah, yeah. Because it was, it was a bunch of alcohol that I just had in my trunk. For yeah, me. but did we? Were you ever at Trevor's apartment when we left, or did we pick you up? I left from there. I was, oh, okay, I was the last one to arrive. Did you drink with us before mm. we left? All right, that would have been before your yeah. before your time. <laughs> okay, that would have been so- like a John and Dustin thing. Dustin. Yeah. So we stopped at yeah. Uh, we I, we stopped at Come and Go before we left to just grab drinks and snacks, and then start heading out on our way. Who um who started the first leg? Was it John? Was it Dustin? Driving? Or, yeah, definitely would have been John. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And I think Dustin took over, didn't he? Yes, you were the only one that didn't drive because you at said, all you was a little fucking whatever you had your Nintendo Switch or whatever the fuck it was. I know I didn't even PSP do that. or I didn't even do that because uh, as much as I wanted to, like, bitch, you played video games the whole time. Don't you lie to yourself? No, you were, I I legitimately get motion sick over that shit. You were in the backseat doing something, not paying attention no. to no one. He and Aaron, like, sleeping. I know 
took up the layout, the back back I know. seat, and just were out immediately. Yeah. I remember the back seat was just Aaron, the way down there. Aaron having the back, fucking the back, back. marital part problems, and then you sleeping, and then yeah. Aaron drove from like fucking Dallas the rest of the way home. He drove. Yeah, yeah he drove most of the way home. Yeah, he was like. That, like, was his, that was his no that was his excuse to like not look at his fucking phone and fight with his wife anymore and say something was definitely up yeah he was like i'm going he, he did like a 10 hour leg yeah i was like you want me to take over he's like no don't fucking talk <laughs> don't he don't look at me yeah um let's see he just rage drove home he really did so we we that was after we got kolaches yeah buddy boy kolaches. we'll get there it's not good so, to have ourselves uh i think the the First notable part of the trip was was Waffle House, <laughs> and that was when we were. That was almost like there. our first major stop. No, no, I no. Our first major stop was that one truck stop where we. Um, it was like halfway, wasn't it? I don't remember a truck stop on the way down there. Yeah, yeah, we mm. got we got about halfway, and like everyone was taking restroom breaks and stuff like that. I remember because I bought something for my dad, but that's besides the point. Clearly, it was not um, an important point of the trip for um for, for me so we did that and then so i did want to say the first highlight drive wise was waffle house. waffle house yeah yeah so and that was what oklahoma oklahoma because we didn't get to texas until late into the night yeah yeah because i woke everybody up so uh we get in and it, it's already a shit show because we get in and there's was it your first waffle house experience yeah it was ever? it was really beautiful yeah i'm glad i was there for that yeah we oh man we got loaded though. What did you <laughs> order? Um, I heard I ordered. Uh, you got one of those bowls. Yeah, I only well, remember. I only remember because I was the only one that didn't get like their special, like hash brown and waffle and cheese bowl or whatever. It was a bowl. It was a bowl because it was like one of those giant ass skillet bowls they had. Ooh, that actually does sound good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I only remember again because I was the only one that didn't get it. Everybody yeah, else got theirs, you had and a I'm giant like stack of pancakes, didn't like, you? Waffles. No uh, serve no pancakes at Waffle House. Drew, I don't know if he still does this. Drew Van Dyke, who was at my wedding, mm. you guys all met him. He did the a fucking toast or whatever, um, and he's been on the podcast twice, I think. Uh, he orders a steak every restaurant he goes to without fail. Doesn't matter if it's a fucking IHOP. Doesn't it, like he gets a steak every time. Yeah. So we go and I get like waffles because it's the fucking Waffle House, and he just gets like steak and hash browns. Yeah. So um, we pull in. And there's people standing at the entrance talking to an employee, to which we later find out they're trying to dine and dash. Mm. And they're sitting there arguing. They're like, oh, I left my wallet out in the car. Yeah, that was a, that was a horrible attempt at a dine and dash. And, yeah. And it's the, the slowest was dine like, and dash no, before those dude. dudes Before those dudes even like tried. Like the, the waitress lady was already oh, yeah. calling him out. She's like, I know you ain't about to leave. She's like. Got their ticket in their hand, and they're like, oh, it was, it was in the car. It was yeah. just like you, a sketchy... You could tell some of those up. It was like th- three or like, what, four guys? Three or four yeah, guys, something three, like that. I think it was like four. I think and at were, the most five, because I think someone was like already tops. out there. And you could you could tell immediately, these dudes showed up wrecked. Yeah. They were blazed. And she, she knew shit. right away, because this was not like... This was a shady area of Oklahoma City. Because they don't build Waffle Houses in nice parts of any city. <laughs> so she knew what was up. Obligatory. Fuck Oklahoma. Yeah. So The um, only thing that entire state had going for it was this Waffle House. I remember she she had their ticket. She had a little notepad out already. Yeah. She, and she was taking down their license plate. And finally, because she, like, it was obvious this is the route it was going to go, that 
she let them go out to get their wallet. And the best part about the whole situation was we walk in and we're just side-eyeing the whole thing. She lets them out. She takes note of their license plate because they sat out there forever. Yeah. Like, if you're going to dine and dash, just fucking do it. Don't sit there for five, ten minutes. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, it was, it was the slowest dine and dash attempt I've ever seen. Yeah, right? Very poorly executed. And, you know, they finally take off and speed off. Like, they're, they're just doing mm-hmm. it. And she's like, yep, I gotta call the cops now. Blah, blah, blah. So we go through our whole experience, right. which we eat and finish up, and it's after we're done, we're outside, <laughs> yeah. kind of getting back into the van, picking who's driving and shit like that. And some some other like couple just <laughs> rolls up to do their thing, and they can like sense what's what's, yeah. what's up, what's going on. And the the, the lady, the waffle house lady, tells them, and the dude for some reason thinks it's us. Like yeah. we're the dining dashers. He's like calling to us from the door. Hey, pay your fucking bill. Pieces of shit. And we're like, we're all standing like, fuck you, dude. It's not us, man. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm like, and then, sure enough, after we leave Waffle House, further down the road, what do we see? That same vehicle that Dine and Dash pulled, pulled over, over by the cops. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, to this old dude's credit, though, we were a fucking, like, weird ragtag bunch of dudes in Oklahoma City. You got fucking skin and bones over here that puts away more meat than anyone I've ever met. You got a fucking that story to come. You got a real Viking. Uh, you've got uh, Dustin when he was at his biggest and when his facial hair was the absolute fucking worst I've ever seen. <laughs> you have the father of the group, John, uh, and then you have like the minority hire, and then uh, and then Aaron, who's like you could just see it on his face that he's defeated. Not, yeah, <laughs> just not going through a good time in life at that point. So like the six of us were just like how. From an outsider's perspective, looking in, you had to have been like, how the fuck did these six dudes even meet? Yeah. And only that, then we're all just piling into this minivan <laughs> <laughs> to make things even worse for us. And then, um, yeah, so <laughs> we see the we see the people pulled over, have a good laugh about that, and then we pulled into San Antonio. It was late. Was it? It was, it was really it was, late. It was early. It was like five well, or six in the morning. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it was probably it was later early, depending on how you look at it. But it was yeah. probably like four or five in the morning. We and we spent a good like five ten minutes trying to figure out, all right, who's rooming with who? Like, what what's going on with that? I shared a bed with Zach. Yeah, yeah. snuggled. I think I I had a bed to myself, which is pretty nice. Yeah, I don't know. You got like baby boyed that whole trip. Fucking, you yeah, just sit in the back, didn't have to drive, bed to yourself. Just a real cunt of a human being. Yeah. No, I think I legitimately, I'm trying to remember, on the way there, I think I legitimately did pass out for a good while. Um, on the way back, though, I think I faked sleeping, like, the entire time. It's okay. Just to not engage with <laughs> Yeah. You just done with us by then? Fuck these guys. No, I just didn't want to drive. <laughs> Which in hindsight is weird like, because too, nobody I had to drive. To, Aaron just I'm driving. I, I have like I have to drive anymore because like I get motion sick being in any other seat, and so it's legitimately not a I gotta drive because of you know whatever mindset or mentality I have. It's legitimately I have to drive so I don't get car sick. Um, 
Yeah, we get pulled in. We get everything figured out. And did we go to Topoga? Was that night or? Uh, it was that day. So we left Sunday like, morning. Yeah, we left like Friday afternoon. afternoon. We got there super early, like four or five in the morning Saturday. Slept for a few hours, mm-hmm. and then went to went downtown. Went and got lunch. Yeah, so we went to Fogo. Uh, I became Meet Jesus. I'm pretty sure you, we had, Zach, we had Fogo the, on Sunday, Saturday. No, yeah, Saturday we went to NXT. Yeah, Fogo, Fogo went to Sunday. No, we went Fogo, then NXT, then Whataburger, and then Sunday was. <laughs> we, He's like, it's all coming back to me. Now. Sunday we got up and fuck. What did we do Sunday? So, well, I don't. I think we ate at the. No, we went to uh, Hoo-Hot. Yes, and then because I love Who Hot, right? I, lo- I loved Who Hot. We just fucked around downtown yeah. San Antonio. Yeah, Who Hot. Then, the uh, then the Rumble, and then we went to fucking Margaritaville. Oh, rest in peace, fucking Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett passed away, and yeah. also we didn't turn the air conditioner off before this episode. No, I we didn't. just heard it click off. Yep, that's all right. It's not gonna make a difference. So, uh, yeah, looking for so, that sacred salt in heaven. So we did Fogo, um, which is the first time I'd ever been. Who? Have you guys been? Yeah, I think he, I think Zach was the only one that had ever had a Brazilian steakhouse experience before right. we went. He, I think was one of Brazilian one. steakhouse was like my idea. I was like, bros. Yeah, I've never been. We should find his Brazilian steakhouse. No, and it's ever a meat since, parade. Ever Don't since then, I've always wanted to go back to Fogo again. I never had a chance, and it bothers the shit out of me because I really want to go. Oh, you Speaking know where there's a Fogo de Chao? Twin Cities. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. We're going. Um. You know what else the Twin Cities has? Waffle House. Does it? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I didn't think they had uh, one that far north. In White, White Castle. Are we doing a massive like food trip? Mm. I got no problem with that. With like a White Castle and a... Yeah, we'll be there in November. Nice. A White Castle, a fucking a Waffle House, a Fogo. Yeah, yep. Oh, I'm going to shit my pants multiple times that weekend. White Castle is the best terrible thing you can do to yourself. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that so, story later. <laughs> let's see. After Fogo, uh, had to go to the bathroom, got lost at the mall that was like right down the block. I think we're skipping over the fact that like Trevor you ate died. more than any other man I've ever seen eat ever. That's true. Like there were five other men there. You probably ate the equivalent of like probably three, three of us. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I've never seen someone your size or any size put away stop. It was that so much good. Meat. It was fantastic. And then uh, like once I found like the the you know the different styles of, of meat and all that once i found Pause. the sirloin i was like fuck i gotta wait for them to come around with that again and you're like no 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 just ask them they'll come back with that mm-hmm. specific cut i'm like oh shit okay so i did and i got a whole plate of uh sirloin um what was it what was it center top something like that yeah, yeah. something like that got that and then by that time, I was starting to finally wind down and get finished up. And I noticed John had <laughs> John got cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what started. And then they came around again while we were all like, let's let's not. And that's when I was like, let's go again. You could see, you could see Trevor fading like an infant that you. So I, you, I, I remember like, the seat placement. If you tell placement, your kid, you, John tell your kid you can't get up from the table until you eat everything. Yeah. They fall asleep. That's what Trevor was doing. Yeah, John were, was across from me, and we were at the 15. end against the wall. And I, I remember like leaning against the wall, like, and then you know they came around again. I was like, 
shit, let's go and start eating more. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it was ridiculous. Uh, it was expensive, weird, but it was so worth every weird confession. Thing. So I grew up with my grandparents, uh, small town white folks mm-hmm. don't season their food and overcook their meat. That was the first time I had ever had like beef that was under. Usually, it's well done. That was the first time I ever had meat under probably medium well in my life. So. Um, I was not a big fan of steak because of the way that like my grandparents cooked it because it was always like overdone. Now I'm yeah. like, damn, See, it's I, actually good. We don't fuck it up. You have good steak usu- until you were what thirty? Yeah, <laughs> I usually um, growing up, I usually went well done. Bro. Really? Yeah, yeah, and it, same. It, it, and it wasn't until later on in life I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really spice up my life and get and get like medium, medium. Uh, Rare. Ooh, I have a fucking brisket date tomorrow. I just realized that. Fuck yeah, yeah, you just re- you talked about that earlier. I forgot all about it until right now. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's been a long week. I keep zoning in and out. So we get out of Fogo, we go to that mall because we need to go to the bathroom. And you guys say I get lost, but that's not the case. Okay, like, someone went with me. I'm pretty sure it was Zach. I don't think so, because I, I remember. fucking found our group again, and somehow you didn't. Because the the line was fucking huge. It yeah, was stupid. True. I didn't realize that you were even leaving to go to the bathroom. I just we just walked for another like six blocks and then turned around and we're like, "Fuck, it's been quiet back there." That's because he has not been there in a half an hour. Speaking of shitload of people, let's let's not forget that the detail that not only was. Uh, oh, the, Royal, right. the Royal Rumble in San Antonio that weekend. There's also some sort of anime convention. Yeah. yeah. Something to that effect. So I, the I specifically remember that. So the Oh, si- pa- it was uh, Pac South. Okay, was that what it was? Yeah. So the, the city of San Antonio was overrun with fucking nerds. Oh, yeah. It was great. You, so, could, <laughs> you could see the like the anime and wrestling nerds just kind of it was either like yes. it was either Bullet Club t-shirts or fucking Naruto video yeah, games. Exactly, people, yeah. people in cosplay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so we get out of the mall after that whole debacle. We go to the Alamo, which we found out was in the middle of the city and not not out in the middle of nowhere like we all thought it would well, be. Every time San Antonio comes up, I tell whomever, whoever I'm talking to, I was genuinely surprised to learn that the Alamo is just I remember right wa- in the middle of downtown Driving San past it in the minivan, and I was like, it's weird the- that they would put like a... You know, like Alamo, a replica. Alamo uh, attraction. Yeah, like, wait, that's like, the fucking Alamo. Because when you go to like New York City, like the Statue of Liberty is on its own little island. If you go to like South Dakota, the um, Mount Rushmore is like out in the middle of the fucking mountains. It's out in the middle of nowhere. You, right. don't, you don't expect to see like a national monument across the street from a fucking Starbucks. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so um, at that point, because we were still trying to recover, we're all heading like walking straight to the Alamo. I disappear. You guys turn around. Here you come. I'm just walking back with a fucking snow cone. <laughs> a red snow cone. Remember that. Um, I realized that like snow cones don't have like calories, right? To like, f- continue to fill you up. But the fact that you ate all that fucking meat and cheesecake and then you were like, you know what? I got room for more. It was astonishing. Yeah. Um. So here I am walking around the Alamo. We're checking out this place. Um, did you guys feel that the Alamo was less impressive than you thought it was going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little disappointed. If I'm right. Being she yeah. feels the same way. You hear it's a, it was a fort or something, yeah. you know, which it was, but it's like it's it's the size of this room, yeah. And like most uh, 
national monuments, it's too fucking expensive to really enjoy. Yeah, exactly. We we walked around the Alamo. We didn't go into the Alamo because right. they wanted like 50 bucks. We're like, nah. Yeah. We just dropped 50 bucks on our fucking lunch. Um, so get, getting back to what you were saying about the, the convention, we get an Uber to NXT, which was Dave, right? In a, yes, Dave was our NXT Uber. Uh, our quick sidetrack since we brought up Ba. I went there one time. Uh, I, I, I got the legit meat sweats. Mm-hmm. Like I was literally, I was just, my pores were giving grease. It was great. I, I woke up the next day. I was genuinely still full. I skipped breakfast and went to the gym and just was sated the whole time. Yeah. There, there was a place over on Mill Civic. It was called Bang Bangs. It's a lot like Who Hots. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It was incredible. I went once. Recommended to everybody for, for quite a long time. It shut down, which I didn't know. Yeah, and I was going to say, still I don't recommend- there anymore. I was, no. You know what replaced it? Grumpy Goat. Gross. I know. Fucking gross. I know. I want to say that the time I went to Ba, it was it was probably one of the better days of my entire life because that was the night that I was at your apartment with mm-hmm. Zach Bunner mm-hmm. for Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finger banged my future wife on your uh, futon. Uh, we went. She you know got, that, yep. Did you know that ahead of time? She got, I did uh, not. She got horned the fuck up. We drove all the way back to Pella to her apartment so we could fudge and then uh drove all the way back to des moines for brazilian steakhouse went all the way back to pella to fuck again I, one of the better days of my I life i would not have been able to do that i would be like no that's too much traveling you just fuck at trevor's apartment what's that why don't you just fuck at trevor's apartment yeah you got a room there at the time anyway because Bruh. i was finger banging my future wife and then zach bunner woke up which is not the face you want to see when you're in the middle of sexual favors <laughs> And he hey, go- don't speak ill, he- man. He's not with us anymore. Uh, he looked right at me. He goes, "Y'all fucking," and I was like, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." I am, I am knuckles deep in my wife, and uh, the last guy I want to make eye contact with is fucking the buns. The buns. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, happy birthday in heaven. So, Alamo. Yeah. So, but so, if you, but if you could have, that means you know you can fuck through anything. That's true. That's true. I can't. No, uh, I couldn't keep make her, eye contact. I couldn't keep her erection. It's like when people think of like think of baseball or a grandmother naked. I want to last longer. I just think of Bunner. I think your grandma naked too. It's <laughs> oh. a wonderful lady. Uh, that means she's it. not hot. <laughs> so, um. So on our way to NXT, we have to go through downtown, and traffic's a nightmare because the con's going All on. The fucking and, weebs. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember because there was someone dressed up like an Asari from Mass Effect, like a full blown blue skin. Like they, it was like the makeup and the fucking uh, prosthetics, whatever they have fucking going on to to give them that that headpiece and all that. I remember that, and then. We we get to NXT and Dave was the coolest fucking dude, and we had a running joke for honestly years now that just Dave didn't give a fuck. And what what brought that on? Do you remember at all? Yeah, there was a video that we I brought it up having seen it um, earlier in the week on the way down there. I was relating a video we saw of some sort of protest. I don't know what the actual protest. Oh, was that's for. right. It maybe a. Maybe a post-election protest? I don't remember. Um, but somebody was protesting. It was when 
protesting like in the middle of the fucking street was really mm-hmm. taken off uh like 2017ish yeah and some dude some dude kind of sort of middle-aged bikerish looking is like grabbing people i think if i remember correctly yep. he was either taking someone he knew out of the protest or he was just trying to like clear the road i think he was like grabbing at somebody's mm-hmm. like you know you shouldn't be here yep trying to yank somebody out but anyway somebody was filming him and they're like, dude, I got you on video disrupting this protest, dude. And the guy like, the guy turns, he's down the block. He's, I don't give a fuck. My name's Dave. That's right. <laughs> and so, so we literally I, just saw this video. Right. I relate this video. And then the first, as soon as we saw that our Lyft driver's name was Dave, it just was on. <laughs> like, what time's Dave getting here? He don't give a fuck. His name's Dave. <laughs> That's right. And he was the chillest dude ever. He was so cool. And he, he was, was super, great. Yeah, yeah. He was super nice. We'll get to our other Lyft driver later. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, yeah, the post the fucking guy. Dwayne Johnson worshiper. <laughs> yeah. So, so we we get to NXT. By the way, I fucking hate that place. The the where they had NXT. It's just an sucked. old fucking arena yeah, with like was the skinniest seats. It was I, old. I was Dude, legitimately st- afraid that that like any sort of fuck up, any trip, any whatever was going to send us down the most painful set yes, of it was seats ve- and also stairs. very steep. Yeah, the, the stadium was way steep. Yeah, that, that was not a great place. I, It's one of those things where, like, once you sit down, you have to stay there because... Yeah. But it was so steep. Once you sat down, you were still practically standing. Yeah. Because yeah. your feet were at such a weird angle. Yeah. I still, great show though. I still go back and watch uh, Bobby Roode versus Shinsuke Nakamura like oh, once yeah. every two months. Well, a great yeah, match. Yeah, because um, didn't Seth Rollins come out like at the end yes. of it? Yes, and I that was a huge deal. Yeah, yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, I was uh, Triple H came out too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was like between matches, and so a lot of people were either like leaving or coming back from the bathroom, and then I don't know where Rollins just shows up screams into a microphone and it was off camera too uh yes it, it, it wasn't for a, part of the recording it or, or was the, the, yeah the it, camera it, it was on the it was on the broadcast was it yeah i swore it was done after nah it was on the broadcast oh yep which was cool because if you watch it back they do because nxt the uh commentary was like up on the stage instead of at ringside right so you see them and they're facing the camera with their backs to the ring and then you just see someone pop in the ring with a microphone and start screaming. And all three of them like turn around. They're like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, Rollins and his fucking I'm Seth Rollins gear. Like a hoodie and skin tight black jeans. That's back when he had his edgelord. Yes. When he has, like, the, yeah, blonde. Yeah. yeah um, it's a good night. A little side note. Sefi rods and I stomp people on the head. Little side note, and I, I go back to this every now and then. the The best trailer for a WWE game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was the one with uh, Seth Rollins going into like the WWE like. Uh, it's like a big warehouse. Warehouse full of like all the gear from past wrestlers and all that stuff, and he tears it up. And then I love the follow up announcement they did for it, which is like a, its own separate trailer. Was later on after the place is like burned to the ground. And it's Kurt Angle, yep. like walking through everything, he, and picks up his boots. He's just like all pissed off. That was so cool. Yeah, like I wish that was like a legit narrative of the game itself or something like that. That was the rumor that there was going to be a Kurt Angle, Seth Rollins feud, but it never, yeah. never yeah. came to be. So, um, 
Thoughts on Whataburger after NXT? What Live up to the hype? Whataburger is always worth it. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah. I had Whataburger for the first time do you in think, like 09-ish. Do you think it's like... I, I do you was, think it, the spicy ketchup carries the majority of the weight? Yeah. I, I guess well, I wasn't... It's great as far as ketchup goes. I don't like ketchup. I wasn't yeah, too I'll, impressed I'll by spicy ketchup because I'll eat anything that, oh, I like spicy shit. I wasn't too impressed by it. What, what did surprise me was the fact that they had the security ketchup? there. Because to me at that time, I just... I never heard. Yeah, of, I see fucking armed security everywhere now. Yeah, Heidi has their own like yeah. armed security like battalion. Fuck yeah. those nerds! I steal from there all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't shot me once, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Waterburger was okay to me. I loved it. I remember. I remember the one of the things that we wanted to do. Like, I brought my PS4 down, and we were going to play Rocket League. Turns out, I forgot the fucking power cord, too. <laughs> so, we couldn't even do That's that. That's right. Dude, we had no time to do anything else, but, like... We did watch... Eat. Uh, eat, sleep, and consume yeah. wrestling. We did watch um the esports that they were playing, and it was, like, Counter-Strike and like, yeah. Dead or Alive and shit like that. That was fucking cool. Um, Rumble was the next day. Yep. Yep. It's a good show. Yeah, it was, a, it was fun seeing a rumble live because it's always like, especially being in the crowd, you're like, God, I wonder who's going to come out next. Like that's always the most fun. And then we did like a live fucking. There were six of us, so we all took five wrestlers and then and, had a big like. Oh yeah, the pool, the big yeah. pool. So yeah, so we did the pool, which is great. Um, who won the pool? Do you it was me. Was it? Which is you always a fucking fucking win the pool. blessing because I ran out of money. Yeah. The, you won because you drew fucking Triple H. Didn't he win that one? No, it was no, Orton. Uh, Randy Orton. That's won. right. Yeah. I got super stoked because I know I got a pull. I think I got a number one pull, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. But I got stoked at one point because, oh, this wrestler came out. And I was like, yeah. I didn't know who it was. Didn't understand it. Like, we're all having the time of our lives. I, I was fucking high-fiving you. I was fucking high-fiving you. And um, I'm a little embarrassed afterwards because because of uh, it, it was it was a late one. It was like one of the last ones. It was James Ellsworth, and I was super stoked about it. Yeah, gross. <laughs> You're right, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I unfortunately I, that guy uh, ended up being a scumbag. Yeah, I realized after, after he uh, after he left WWE started. Yeah fucking grooming teenagers so it's fun so, so so funny story um i don't think i ever told you this zach is the only one i talked to about like hey what if what if i do this because this is back when we were still doing efed oh yeah you told me this oh okay cool yeah. so um i haven't i don't think i've ever actually told this story but basically the story goes you know we're for efed we do the promos and do all that um the upside to the promo, the idea I had, which was going to be one of our last ones, was I'm just going to pay a cameo and have and have James Ellsworth do my entire promo. And I gave it to Zach and Zach was like, fuck yes, you need to do this. And then it just, it never happened. Um, It would have been funny, but it was like, Immediately after that, yeah, it came to light that James Worth and James Ellsworth were the fucking piece of shit. Yeah, 
Um, Should have pulled the trigger before he knew he was a D-bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we should have known the whole time. I mean, he had a he had a Spitfire tattoo. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> come on. He did. Or was it Offspring? It was Offspring. Uh, it doesn't matter. Sure. It, 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 it blends. We should have pulled the trigger after we found out he was a douchebag. <laughs> Just really, made it a really would have played up to Trevor's character. <laughs> yeah, solid character still. Oh, I meant a real trigger. We should have murdered him. Oh, that's well, the point yeah. I was trying to make. Well, I mean, Margaritaville was along that little, like, Oh, yeah, we saw him. That's like, right. Yeah. Ah, we, he was too good for Margaritaville, we so he pushed his, into the Hooters next door. That's right. We could have pushed his ass in the river and been done with it. Yeah. Right. <sighs> um, so after Rumble, we go to Margaritaville. We have, we have quite a few drinks. Who who got drunk? Did you guys get drunk? Like, I, I didn't have I didn't have the money to drink. Yeah. I had a I had like the cheapest meal I could find. At I had more money than I thought I did throughout the whole trip. Yeah, I was very conservative with my money, money until I found out. Oh shit! I actually have this much. John, probably because he didn't put it in for gas. John bought everybody Connor wristbands. That's why he didn't uh, drive. Yeah, it's like over oh, drive. We'll have to buy gas. Yeah, uh, you John- dickhead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> John bought everyone Connor wristbands. Which oh is yeah, cool. the Connor's cure. Connor's cure. Yeah. I still have mine. Uh, yeah, so do I. I think my son like ate mine. Oh. That's all right. I like thinking. Of, I like thinking about dead kids. <laughs> uh, John, what's that wristband? John, the day we left, so I had to work for half a day. That's why we didn't leave until like we didn't leave from Ralston, Iowa, to go to Des Moines until like one p.m. Yeah, or, some, or eleven or something like that. But he spent that whole morning just fucking slathering peanut butter and jelly sandwiches together. Do you remember that whole fucking cooler of peanut butter <laughs> yeah. and jelly that only he ate? Yeah. John packed um, for the trip. Yeah, yeah. he was Sounds definitely like, ready. It's a good dad. As far as, as far as getting drinks in, that was also John's thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, look at yeah. him. He's a beer snob. John is a drunk. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. But he is a beer snob. He is a craft beer snob for sure. He, he and his wife, actually. <laughs> they do do that like a lot. Yeah. Like a lot of their social posts are like, yep. stopped into this town, heard yep. they had a bar that serves... This beer. Yeah, like, so that's we that's cool. We were at like other bars around town. We went to this uh like cocktail bar that's upstairs um above a meat market on the square in Pella, like the night of our wedding. And then the speakeasy. And he was like, It's all right. It's pretty cool. And then we went downstairs in this like speakeasy. It's on the basement of a burger restaurant. He was like, This was, is all right. This is fine. Yeah, but wasn't it but a- man, when he was in the craft beer bar, the uh Oh shoot, what is it called? Um. Oh shoot! Anyway, it's a craft beer bar like on Franklin Street, right next to the Opera House, and he was just in his element. He was like, "It's a fucking, it's a brewery, and there's bikes hanging from the ceiling. Like, this is my fucking element. I like to shit." Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I know what you're talking about. It's um. I can't. Th- I for what the life of me cannot. Is think it what the, the, the Beaver? No, no, it's. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. We were there for tulip time. Yeah, Drink yeah. You you mean does, man? Oh, they had they had that peanut butter beer. They did. Yep. Yeah, yep. that was really good too. Yeah, I can't think of the name of the bar, and I fucking live in Pella, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But yeah, he's a big craft beer snob. So him um, doing the drinky drink doesn't make. Yeah, yeah. I, spent more, I spent more money on beef jerky than I did in anything else that trip. Yeah, he yeah, did. Dude, um, the drive back was the best because I got to introduce all of you. Like you introduced all of us to uh, to Brazilian Steakhouse, and I feel like I 
my duty was to introduce everyone to kolaches. So, and man, those the, are great. They were the, fantastic. The check we, shop. Yeah, the check, we, the check that's stop. That's what it was yeah. called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we walk in, there's like pictures of all the celebrities that passed through, and a bunch of them were wrestlers, too. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never so, I've, n- I've never had kolaches like since then. And we it, didn't, it, they're so fucking good. You never been to coaches? No. You're in town? No. We didn't talk about um, our other Lyft driver. Oh, all right. Let me set the scene. So this guy. Hang on. Before we get too far. Uh, you guys remember Fat Kenny Omega? <laughs> I took a picture with him. Yeah. 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 Fuck that guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can take my picture. No, we don't want to take your picture. Shut I did. Up, dork. You did. I did. Yeah. You fucking too sweeted everybody, and some of them didn't even understand what was happening. I. So there was a dude that came by wearing a uh, NWO shirt. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I think he was younger than me at Des Moines Con. And I was like, too sweet, me, bro. And he I was like, that's this. a fucking bullet club thing. And I was like, all right, cocksucker. <laughs> um, fucking glad I ran into a wrestling fan this weekend. You guys all fucking suck. There's no one that hates wrestling more than wrestling fans yeah. for whatever oh, reason. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no one that hates wrestling fans more than other wrestling fans. True. Um. Yeah, so right. we're going to... Uh, sorry, I keep... No, <laughs> no, you're good. Go ahead. Going to a Revolver tonight with my girlfriend. I've told her that I don't know many times. Like the yeah. worst, I've told her the worst thing about wrestling... Is wrestling fans. Yeah, they're the fucking worst. You're a wrestling fan. Yeah, and I fucking hate them too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, getting back on topic, our our Lyft driver. Mm-hmm. Go after Rumble. Yeah, someone else tell the story. So we, every Lyft driver we had, from the one that took us to NXT and then took us back to NXT, and the one that took us downtown for the Rumble, all great. But for whatever reason, when we get back in the car to go from downtown back to the hotel. This dude, like, to be fair, it's like midnight. Yeah. So, like, button down shirt, first three buttons unbuttoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a pop collar, but a real big collar. Um, and heavy on hair gel. Heavy on hair gel. Uh, one of those like Jersey Shore type bros. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking jacked to the gills, and definitely steroids. probably overdosed on creatine that morning uh he took pre-workout just to come drive and drive lift (laughs) he's gonna uh, go until two in the morning it's one of those lift drivers that like has their phone mounted yep and when it pops up it lights up and you can see his phone background and his phone background is the classic Dwayne the rock johnson picture but which one was it? Do oh, you remember? It's, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the one where he's in a fucking turtleneck and <laughs> the was. chain and the fanny pack. It was. Yeah. Sans turtleneck. Alan was our Lyft driver's name. Alan? Uh, yeah, it was his name. Was oh, our Alan. Awesome. Al, it was Alan or Alan, depending on however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. A-L-A-N. Yeah. So he was he was prob- probably Eastern European, maybe yeah, Bosnian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, was just kind of his extraction. But like Sans... Uh, turtleneck. That was totally the yeah Johnson look he was going for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had the fanny, but he had the chain and everything. Yeah, we're like, bro. <laughs> you could just, you could just <laughs> you see the relax. you could just see the realization go around the car. And we're like, this fucking. Yeah. <laughs> we're and like, he wasn't even at the fucking rumble. The, yeah, he just likes the, to rock. And the thing is, we we all had like our little side conversation. We didn't really didn't even engage with him. Not that he was all that talkative in the first place. No. And the only time that we did engage with him was after the fact we realized that he was a rock fan and he was pretty quiet on that Dude, too. It, he didn't really of talk like until being like, a rock. So you were like, Oh, he wasn't at the rumble. He's just a rock fan. 
it blows my fucking mind the number of like people I know that aren't wrestling fans that know who The Rock were and have no fucking idea what he did in the 90s. Yeah. Like there's so many people I know that have no idea The Rock used to wrestle. And like my my um fuck them. You don't need to be friends so, with those people. So yeah, so my <laughs> exactly. So my sons, they know who John Cena is, have no idea he's a pro wrestler. It's just like, "Oh, that's the the fucking the guy from the memes." Mm-hmm. You mean the guy from the memes? Uh, the guy that was on Fortnite once? Yeah. That's how they know John Cena. They have well, no shit, idea your, that he's a pro wrestler. Used to be cool. So then, yeah. So then I showed them. How have them, you not shown them? Yeah. How have you not right. shown them that you're. So I showed them the WrestleMania match between The Rock and John Cena. And then my son, like, he didn't say this word for word, but he kind of gave me this look that was like. Is that the guy from Fortnite? Why did the WWE hire these two actors to get the fucking fuck wrestle? And I was just like, I. God how, damn it. How late can you abort children? <laughs> I mean, if they're that level of like, I mean, you can hit them. You know? <laughs> I would never. Um, I did think that was cool that like you walked in and immediately were like, fuck us and went right to the baby. Well, you were in the bathroom. I wasn't. Trevor bathroom. was playing a game and I've never met Look, this I got to get in as much Starfield as I can while I can. I understand. Um, and yeah, I never met Trevor's kid. It was polite to say hello. That's shitty. Because she's like eight months old. You got to fucking invite new friends over more often. I would love to. I've been trying to. I've been trying to set up game nights so fucking We've often. We've also been trying to get you to out to a wrestling revolver and you never go because you're a shitty human. Speaking of revolver and Trevor's kid, I'll tell you how I saved your wife's life one time. Yeah. Oh. Go on. You were there. I, I did. Hold on, hold on. I didn't, but before I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Before you tell the story, story uh, is Manscal going to be there? Maybe. Fuck. That's I don't all. think I'm, he's on the card. Yeah, I don't think he's on the card. He's usually around. His tag team partner's on the card, though, Dan, in a Dan, really fun match Dan the tonight. So, so Dan the dad, fucking somebody, and Tyler Breeze. So I remember after we... Fun, s- funniest match ever is yeah. what it's billed as. So after we saw Manscout wrestle a 10... Which is a real fucking thing for for those of you that don't know. Match of the night. Yeah, it was the best thing ever. Um, we found out his wife or girlfriend. Um, uh, she had made a post on 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 Facebook. I remember that because I saw it, and then I asked you guys because we were in that group chat. Like, hey, have you seen Man Scout's like wife? Like, no. She way hot. Oh my god, she's super she's hot. Stunner. Stunner. I I'm I can't remember her name, otherwise I'd look her up, but like yeah, no, she it's like it's weird. There she is. Does she stiffen your tent poles? And then there's <laughs> Man Scout. And it's just it's it just feels like it's so off. Do you uh this is you kind may- of a side note. Do you remember like how you got into wrestling? She gets his tent pitched. Ow! There, there <laughs> hey. it was. Took me a sec. Do you remember like the first fucking time you were ever exposed to pro wrestling? Yeah. My, probably the same as yours. My grandpa really liked wrestling. Hell yeah. Uh, when I was younger, my mom and I grew up with, uh, or lived with my grandpa. My earliest memories, like most people's would be, is like being like four. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of when everyone's memories kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just always remember... Watching wrestling with him. He he was a WCW guy, which was fine. Um, I don't know. I guess now I think about it. He liked either. Whatever. He liked them both. Um, but yeah, I just remember he always liked wrestling, and that's what I remember watching with him was what wrestling. What about you? 
How'd you get into wrestling? Um, I got into wrestling at, like really. You're like I was a really big Boy Meets World fan, and then uh, fucking Vader. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Um, I got into wrestling probably around Hulk Hogan, like when Hulkamania was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been the last forty years. When yeah, when specifically? Like original run WWE Hogan. Hulkamania, or like when he popped over to WCW in like '94, Hulkamania. It's hard to tell. I or, don't know. Or painted on black, uh, painted painted on five o'clock shadow. Hulkamania. This is like this is like. Or mustache. This is like TNT the era movie. of like Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, this you know, been like late stage WWE Hogan before he left. I wouldn't say late stage. This yeah. is when. This is when. Hogan was like Mr. Nanny. It would have been early to early, early, 90s. early to mid nineties. Yeah. 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 I totally still have that DVD. That, that's, that's late stage WB Hogan. Yeah. Um, he went to WCW when we were five years old. Um, um, this is, this is when old. Hogan had his, had his show or movie or whatever. Thunder in paradise. That's yeah. What, yeah that's that was, what was WCW. Hogan. That's what I was just bringing up. Like which era mustacheless TNT movie Hogan. <laughs> Dude, I, I love Thunder in Paradise, Assault on Devil's Island, Hogan. Yeah, something like <laughs> that. That was yeah, yeah. the one I remember with uh, Shannon I, Tweed. I remember one of the corniest lines he did in that. He did in that was um, because he wore an eye patch. And mm. that, that boat was fucking dope, by the way. Um, he had an eye patch, and I remember. I remember very specifically in. Um, it, was it a show or was it a movie? I can't remember. It, it was a movie. It's in that and then weird. It was like a, it was a TV movie. And then it became a show. Yeah, so okay. Technically, the movie became the first two episodes. Yeah, That's okay. Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just remember him lifting the eye patch because he was he was going to kill somebody, and he's like, "Remember, an eye for an eye." And then he fucking guts some dude. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, oh, you think that's bad? Um, you should go back and watch fucking No Holds Barred. Mm. No Holds Barred. Um, Stan Hansen's in that movie. Stan uh, Hansen is in that movie. So to answer your question, it was probably around that time, but it was definitely like Big Boss Man. He beats a guy uh, up in the bathroom. And then I fell out of wrestling for a while. Big Boss Man. And then uh, probably around the time I lived in Washington is when I got back into it because they, that's when they started doing SmackDown. And this is around the time, I would like to say this is around the time um, they had that whole storyline with Trish Stratus, uh, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H. Mm. And that whole thing. And you're just flipping through channels, and you're like, "Oh, titties, compromising yeah. positions." That's what they used to say. Yep. Yep. And oh, then, when he's teaching her to the fucking hammerlock. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. This is where Brock Lesnar started wrestling. Oh, so this is, yeah. This would have been like 2002, 2003. That's when I got back into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, to backtrack really fast, since you mentioned the Big Boss Man and uh, Thunder in Paradise, mm-hmm. you guys remember that that like brief period. When, because WCW was owned by Turner, they just like threw wrestlers into like every yeah. show that was on yeah. TNT and TBS. Mm-hmm. Like Sting was in a movie yep. one time. I don't I remember what it was called, but they would always show them right Sting before. Sting was on, um, Sting was a villain in uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, an episode. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We're, okay. Are we talking about like old school makeup Sting on? or- no. He should have. That would have been fucking awesome. And then, and then no one no one mentions it. Well, you're right. That's what it was always weird was I remember seeing this movie. I don't remember the name of it. I'll have, I may have to look it up. But they always like bookended these shows 
uh, on like Nitro or Thunder. So they'd show this like mm-hmm. crummy yeah. Turner classic uh, cable movie before or after um, Nitro. So there's like Sting, Roddy Piper was in a movie or yep. two. <laughs> I can, it was ridiculous. I know Sting was the weird one because it was the first time he was like fully out of makeup. Yep. And I was watching. I was like, is that fucking Sting? And he popped up on the on the credits. Steve Sting Borden. Yep. It's like, what the fuck? And yeah. And see, that's the thing. Nobody remembers it. Even like the huge, huge fans. Like, we barely remember it, you know? But like, it still feels like Sting still has, has that mystery about him. Like, he still wears the, the makeup the f- and you just... Sting I want to know more shit. about this guy, but we just we just don't, you know. Sting's one of those guys that, like, I mean, apparently he got in a fight backstage because he like fucked some dude's wife. But after I he, believe it, just like Shawn Michaels, after he fucking found Jesus, he's like a good person now, and it the lives, makeup stays and lives on. a very private <laughs> life. Um, I think my first uh, Sting, Sting, you fuck my wife? <laughs> no. She's got makeup on her forehead, bro. It's like when it's like when you ding someone's car. It's like, did you hit my car? No. Well, there's green paint on my car. <laughs> just does her missionary. And as he's sweating, it just right. flakes off onto her. Uh, like, well, you've got a you've got a makeup list patch on your forehead. <laughs> She's got a patch of makeup on her forehead. I'm kind of bringing things together, no, it's Stinger. Like, it's like, you, you fucked my wife? No. And it's just like all of Sting's makeup in between her boobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he has like no makeup on the side of his face. No, it wasn't me. It was the crow. It was fucking Bruce Lee's kid. Brandon Lee's been dead since 94, Sting. It's bullshit. You got me in the corner here. I don't know what to do. <laughs> he just pulls out a bat. There's beef. <laughs> who was it? Do you remember? Was that? Who was um, it? Do you remember? No, I just saw it on a Reddit post because someone was talking about like uh, times that f- uh, wrestlers have gotten in fights backstage because of the most recent CM Punk Jungle Boy thing. And uh, they were like, yeah, one time fucking Sting got knocked out cold by somebody because he fucked their wife. I'd have oh, to look so it up. Should have brought the bat, Sting. Fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, much like you. I love, uh, I love reading about backstage wrestling fights. Oh, it's the best. It's, like al- when, it's, um, it's, always, it's always the stories of like uh, Chris Jericho beat up Goldberg. Yeah. Or no, or he put him in a put him in yeah. front face lock and he basically had him dead to rights. My two favorite, one of them was Harley Race pulled a gun on Hulk Hogan because WWF ran Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> when that was his territory. Yeah. And then the other one was uh Arn Anderson found out that uh Psycho Sid or Sid Justice or Sid Vicious, whatever the fuck you want to call him, um got a pay raise and he didn't. So Arn Anderson fucking stabbed him with scissors. <laughs> What? Oh, it's so good. I didn't know that. Yeah, they just fucking stab each other with scissors for no reason, other than like pay. Did, did Arn? And I know, I know the story you're talking about. Did Arn bring the scissors, or did did Sid? Sid grab the might scissors? have stabbed him first. Arn definitely came to Sid's hotel room. Yes, banging on the door, calling causing some bullshit. Yes, well inebriated, by the way. And then this is way way early into the morning. Fucking. And then yeah, the end result was eventually Sid pulled. Got some scissors somehow and stabbed the shit out and slit slit Hart Anderson's fucking throat. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I think Jericho's probably one of the wrestlers I like the most, just uh, in terms of who he is as a, as a character, like in wrestling, and then who he is as a person outside of wrestling, because he plays such a piece of shit. It, like wrestling, he, I don't think he's ever been like a legitimately like good person. As a character, 
there's always like shades of gray even mm-hmm. when he's a even when he's a baby face yeah and it's few and far between mm-hmm. but you know even I, when he is he's like an uber dick yeah. to the back yeah. to the heels sometimes and then um you know behind the scenes like that whole that whole fiasco where he lost his shit because what was it i think it was was it orton or or lesnar yeah it, i like he lost his shit because shit shouldn't have happened the way it did well no it did happen the way it was supposed to but they did an extremely good job of making it not seem so i remember that story no i forget what show i forget what show it was but it was brock lesnar busted randy open in the forehead that's right that was a SummerSlam. it was SummerSlam. yeah it was a SummerSlam. and like it's just that was supposed to happen brock was supposed to hit randy on top of the head with an elbow making bleed and so it would look extra bad that he was just bleeding profusely. Mm-hmm. So that went off without a hitch. But Brock and Randy did such a good job of selling it that it looked like Brock fucking yeah. assaulted Randy Orton in the ring. And so everybody that wasn't in the know was just insta-pissed. Mm-hmm. Like everybody got worked <laughs> that this that this elbow worked so well. And yeah, to your point, that was exactly the story. Chris Jericho was like waiting for Brock in the back. And they like came face to face. Yeah, Brock was like, what? And Chris Jericho's like, what the fuck, dude? What's funny is that it's not that spouses can't have differing political opinions, but I think it's funny how, like, by all accounts, Chris Jericho is, like, a really fucking good person, and, like, he's all, like, Black Lives Matter and trans rights, but then, um, Sexy pinata. fucking don't ask him where his wife was on January 6th, because <laughs> she was oh. <laughs> she was at the White House. It's so funny. That's probably why he goes extra hard in the generosity <laughs> yeah see him pop up on like um like gofundmes all the time oh yeah like when i forget he and tony khan both like every time there's a there's an injury or someone passes away or that you always see like chris irvine mm-hmm. pop up with like a donation of five like, grand. like five to ten yeah. grand yeah. yeah i was gonna say didn't he by all I, accounts that actually like really good person didn't he really push um if i had tony khan work, money i would do that too that's of course you would right yeah oh you need twenty thousand dollars for your grandpa's long yeah i hear you yeah i, I think yeah. any any one of us in this room would do that like in a heartbeat like oh, 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 i had that kind of money yeah. yeah yeah absolutely um i gave a guy playing the guitar a dollar the other day i'm very generous <laughs> <laughs> was he playing well I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> you probably saw him. You worked at Wells Fargo. Wasn't no, Jericho? You worked at Wells Fargo downtown. Mm-hmm. Might have seen him. He's a like native dude. He's always playing the guitar oh, yeah, in the skywalks. Yeah. Like a little oh, yeah, short, yeah, stocky yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. That I've guy's seen him awesome. Yeah. Seen him He's before. still going. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I like that guy. Get yep. a job, you fucking bum. I never gave him anything, but my girlfriend is... She knows who he is. So I was Aww. like, I'm going to look cool in front of my girlfriend and give this... <laughs> bum, I understand. Um, so... Um, I lost my train of thought now. God damn it! Oh, uh, Jericho did a lot like when he found out, um, or like when word got out about Perry Saturn and Kevin. Yeah, that whole fucking problem. Like, I'm pretty sure he was like really putting it out there. Like, hey, you know where Perry Saturn's first uh appearance, wrestling appearance, was after he got sober hmm. and was no longer homeless. Hmm. 3x wrestling in des moines iowa really he won the 3x wrestling pure championship nice i did not know that yeah the night before the night he won that championship he hosted a training session i was there 
That's it awesome. Was the shit. Did he teach you the Death Valley driver? He did not, but he clotheslined the shit out of me. Nice. Or no, not a clothesline, back elbow. He back elbowed <laughs> my fucking jaw. It's an honor. Right. <laughs> there, oh, like okay. Not that I'm like also not a big dumb fat mark, but um these training sessions that are open to anyone, regardless of your experience level, um, like the Perry Saturn one, a lot of the times now, uh wrestling promoters will only like invite guys that have already had some training and it's like a finishing camp or it's like a um like increase your skills or sharpen your skills kind of thing camp this was like a doesn't matter if you've never been in a ring before come train with perry saturn because there was a lot of fucking idiots there and they always do a q a with the trainer at the end and at the time, I had not wrestled yet. This was like 2013, so a couple of years before I started training. And I, I legitimately wanted to be a wrestler. So I'm asking, like, what's like, what's the hardest part about like traveling, and, or or like, um, how do you how do you stay in in great ring condition? And I'm asking him like, what are your workouts? All of this shit. And then some kid goes, uh, so do you think that the developers of No Mercy? Uh, do you think that they were good friends of yours? And Perry Saturn's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I, I remember so, this story. Uh, if you get your opponent in the corner playing as Perry Saturn and you uh, lay your controller on the ground in just the right way, uh, you will continue to hit him until he has no more hit points. And Perry Saturn's like, I don't you play video games. I don't play video about, games. Dude. I did nothing but heroin for the last eight years. <laughs> <laughs> so cool story. Yeah. He, I, if I remember right, you, you told us before and you said like, he was just kind of pissed off. At he was like, just like, great question. The worst thing about wrestling is, is wrestling the fans. fans. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they'll come to a wrestling training session to fucking ask that. Yeah. Do you remember if that person like did any nope. training? Nope. Of course. I never not. saw that guy again. That but. dude showed up just to ask Paris Saturn about <laughs> video games. <laughs> what, uh, and it might have been something from San Antonio. What was your favorite match you've ever seen live? It can be an indie match. It can be from fucking Revolver. It can be from um, WWE. <clears throat> Unleashed. You know damn well it was. Unleashed. Uh, the, it was the untelevised. Um, oh, like a house show like in Des Moines or something? Yeah, it was at, it was at Wells Fargo. Who did you see? Um, I know it involved Rico. <laughs> Yep. You're disqualified. Rico. Zach. No, no, no. No. Rico, Hurricane, and R V D. Alright. That actually like that actually doesn't sound too bad. No, it was it was fucking dope. I've heard like I remember I, I blinded R V D though. You blinded? Like, like he, yeah, he, he came he came out. Would you do like, take your shirt dirt, off? No. Ah, <laughs> no. White jokes. I don't <laughs> here's the problem. I don't have this picture anymore. But it, you know, it was still around the time like we were still using disposable cameras and stuff so i i cranked it you know got the picture ready he came walking out i was like click and it blinded him and like the picture was him just going nice um and then uh kane was there too yeah i'm forgiven it was a pay-per-view where at no uh, this is a house show oh nice yeah they still had they still had like a championship Fight. Yeah, of course. It, it was it, it was intercontinental. They they had an intercontinental um championship. Like, and I remember watching the broadcast like right after that, where they were like, "Oh, whoever won was like they won it during this event." It's like no one cares. Yeah, was it a vets? 
was it I think prior to 2006? Yes. It was Vets. Nice. I miss Vets. Vets <laughs> had a more intimate feel to it. Yeah. A little, you always felt a little closer to the ring. Yeah. Well, what I only, about you? I only asked because I was also at a house show where Kane and RVD wrestled. I think it was during that period when they were tagging together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Pre-Kane taking off his mask? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Man. But I remember Kane came out. Um, and I just marked my stupid face off. I literally, just, I walked, I, I, I walked up to the, uh, barricade in the aisle and mm-hmm. was just waiting to take a picture. Even the, the security guard was like, back away from the rail. <laughs> and I was like, fuck off. Waiting to get the, you know, the perfect picture <laughs> or whatever. And he's like, sir, you need to like, fuck off. No, I remember security, I remember security doing the same thing at that show, at, at, the show I was at where they were like, hey, you guys need to back off, blah, blah, blah. And one of the audience goers was like, they're fucking kids. Let them be there. <laughs> like, and he made a huge Pause. fucking deal about it. Like, and this guy was like fighting for all the kids to like, let, like they came to his show. Let, like, let them be at the ramp. Like, yeah. let them, let them take pictures. And, like, Were either you ever those nerds that brought uh, signs to house shows? Austin uh, had to have been, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. I totally did. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah. I, I didn't. Bring but... signs to untelevised house shows? Yeah. Yep. I was oh. that fucking nerd. I had, I... One, I had one that said get naked that I brought to like, <laughs> I brought to like any sporting event I could for so, like three or four years in a row. So I, I got a good story for you. Um, I don't know if you listened to any any of the podcasts or like specifically our, um, our follow-up to Des Moines Con. So I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> um, so when we were hawking our our cards out to all the celebrity guests and stuff, mm. we we go up to I know where this is going. X Pac and Kevin Nash to kind of piggyback off of his Perry Saturn, <laughs> his Perry Saturn story. Um, so I go, I, we're we're talking to Nash, and we're like here's our card. This is our podcast. We'd love for you to check us out. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't think anything else of it. And as we're wrapping up, I'm like, Hey, real quick, I need to know. Cause like I, I made the joke about this with my buddy over here. What, um, what was it like working on, uh, um, the movie back in the day, uh, dead or alive. And he's like, <laughs> and he told us this whole story. Like, he's like, so this, 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 um, it was a it was a complete shit show. It was the fucking worst experience I've had in my life because uh, everything was done in China. We like no one spoke English. Uh, we get to the hotel and uh, Jamie Presley, who played Tina, my daughter, in the movie, um, came up to me while I was checking in the hotel and he was, "Hey, you play my dad?" She's like, "Yeah, I know," and. She's like, we should go. We should go out, get dinner, and hang. Out. He's like, all right. So I did. And so Jamie Presley uh, had, I guess, ordered like this giant bottle of like whiskey. Was it? I think that's what he said. Yeah, and um, got super fucking plastered. And I suddenly feel the urge to be slowly eating ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> um, got super fucking plastered, and then was like. Let's go skinny dip in the pool and like got like butt ass naked and jumped in the pool and he's like, that, it's kind of at that point I knew I was like oh fuck, 
<laughs> like it, it was a great story for me. Landon, we like, just landed. I'm gonna have to moan Jamie Presley. Goddamn. And and the be- the best part about it was you figure with him being there as a wrestler, everyone's gonna talk to him about wrestling, being big, sexy, being Kevin Nash, and doing all mm-hmm. this. I don't think, and I think the only reason why he answered is because he did not expect anyone at all to ever talk to him about <laughs> to dead or alive. Yeah. And. And that was kind of a special moment, but like, it's such a good story for him to tell. What do you want about that movie is rated on IMDb? I bet it's under four. Um, three. Uh, if we're going by a point scale, at three point two. Is the this is this Dead or Alive movie based on the the video game? The video game. It is. is it sick? Six. One point six. It's called DOA Dead or Alive. The one was, I don't know, the one with Kevin Nash. There's multiple fucking Kevin DOA Nash, movies. Jamie Presley, Sarah Carter. Mar- I, I, I asked him about Sarah Carter, and he was like, oh, she's great. Um, My favorite Kevin Nash moment is when he, do you, ever, do you ever watch like any of the like kayfabe commentaries, like the shoot interviews? So they do a thing called, uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like, if they're like, fucking, if they're cool. Or if they're they fucking suck. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, God, what is it called? Like something like like ho or go or something like that. And uh, basically, like outing people whether they're like trash or or females if they're fucking sluts. And he gets <laughs> to he gets to Molly Holly, who is like universally known as like the sweetest human being in the history of professional wrestling. And like, what about Molly Holly? And he's like, she's a fucking hoe. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> and Kevin's like, no, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's so nice. 4.8. Shut the fuck. Wow. Yeah, no way. It's, it's not good. I have, I, I have how, a copy of it. Out of how many reviews? Uh, 46,000. Wow. 46,000? Yeah, 46,000 people have seen oh, Dead or Alive. He, he also talked about Kevin Roberts, like, re- absolutely refusing to do fight scenes. Do you know who Kevin, Kevin Roberts Robert, is? No. Um, Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts. Yes, Eric Roberts. I only know Eric Roberts because he was in a fucking Mariah Carey music video. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't ask. Uh, um. Wait a minute. You're telling me Eric Roberts of best of the best fame. <laughs> one, of, in it. one of the best. One of the best bad martial arts movies. Didn't want to do a fight scene. For dead or alive, <laughs> it was dude. It's a fucking bonkers movie. <laughs> well, given what I know about DOA, he was probably the megastar on set. I don't Ooh, know, Jamie. Yeah, really. I don't when know, Jamie Presley. Yeah, Jamie was, Presley was a superstar at a time. And yeah. Then, then she did fucking Sharknado. Did, did she? Yeah, it wasn't Jamie. No, Tara Tara Reed did. That's Reed did right. Fuck, it wasn't Jamie Presley. It was Tara Reed. Sorry, all oh. white people look the same to me. Also, of critical, uh, famed video game adaptation movie, Alone in the Dark, with Christian Slater. All right, real one. quick, we were way past our hour. Yeah. I had one thing to ask you about pro wrestling. So, 42. Exactly. You join this EFED, right? Mm-hmm. Why a Russian character? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the best, <laughs> best possible. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, his only accent I can convincingly do and hey. keep up. My favorite fucking part was this like because I'm not interesting, but I can make myself seem <laughs> we interesting. We, we passed a uh, that was another point that we 
completely skipped on the San Antonio trip is we randomly passed like we, we I think it was when we first got into Texas we passed a, a restaurant that just said pancake on the fucking uh, on the roof just said pancake yeah the not pancakes said, just pancake it just Wait. said pancake and the building itself was gone garbage like, whatever what? was there was gone what was it was it Rusa uh, yeah that, that's how the joke started out yeah. Rusa pancake. Yeah. yeah, and then and we just did we talk about Del- accent the rest of the weekend. Didn't we talk about uh, Alberto Del Rio as well? Ah, like how, he's how, a like, cunt. Yeah, how big of a shit bag he is. He is a piece of shit. It was, yeah. yeah, shitty Alberto Rio, Rusev Pancake, and uh, Be Scott, Ste- like Bear. Scott Steiner calling people fat asses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything we didn't get to that you really wanted? There was there any stories you really wanted to tell that we didn't? <sighs> I mean, you guys already had the whole episode about the cocaine clown. Oh, with fucking Trevor's, <laughs> Trevor's 30th birthday. birthday? Yeah. But uh, I think we covered most of the uh, the, the high points on uh, the San, Antonio uh, San Antonio trip. Yeah. Oh, one thing you didn't bring up was Aaron uh, just heckling the shit out of all the weebs in the streets when we were, dri- <laughs> when we were driving through San Antonio. <laughs> My favorite, because like you said, he was having marital trouble. So he was, <laughs> he was on the prowl. Uh, let's put it that way. But I remember him rolling the window down. He's, excuse me, ma'am. I guarantee my dick is bigger than his. <laughs> I just remember the whole time he was talking to uh, uh, Alicia or Alicia, whatever the fuck her name is. Gio, Giovingo or. No idea. Anyway. And I, he was like, yeah, like I'm having troubles with my wife. I'm probably going to fuck this girl. And I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> I just told him like, to his, that's not going to happen. So, uh. I remember you almost got into a fight with the dudes that were sitting in front of us at NXT. Behind us? Were they behind us? They they were behind us. us. They were dicks. The the Brits? Yeah, the the fucking Brits. They were bitching about the whole show. I learned something that night. That like... Morons will spend $1,200 for an overseas flight to bitch about what they came came to do. (laughs) But I always thought that the, the worst fucking fans in wrestling were the ones that are like huge indie wrestling fans and then shit on WWE. The ones that are worse are the fucking British cunts that fly into our country to talk shit about indie wrestling and they only like WWE. Because like universally, objectively, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura at Wrestle Kingdom 10, one of the best matches. And then they were like, nah, it's too long. That match is shit. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) Like I don't have 30 minutes to spend on a wrestling match. I was like, cool. Yeah, you and Vince Russo would fucking love each other. Yeah, you have Vince Russo's thing was like no match is longer than eight minutes. And if you go back and you watch the Attitude Era, no match like from bell to bell was longer than like 10 minutes. And then with entrances, maybe like 13. That was his whole thing. So, yep. Anything else? And in between 20 minutes of backstage bullshit. Titty fucking. Yeah, anything. Yeah, bullshit. Vince Russo's the reason that Val Venus got his wiener chopped off by the Yakuza. I still use that line here once in a while. Actually, last night we were playing D and D, and my character is a fighter, so I have my axe. Choppy choppy your pee pee. Every <laughs> yeah, almost every. What do you want to do when it's my turn to fight? <laughs> what do you do? Uh choppy choppy. <laughs> so, so I um I told somebody they asked me if I wanted to join one of their campaigns, and they're like, "Hey, here's a list of campaigns. This is what we're doing." I'm like, "Okay, okay." Um, do, which ones work for you? Um. Because my big dumb brain was like, yeah, these look good. So I'm fucking signed up for three fucking campaigns. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, no. Nah. See, <laughs> the game I play, aside from one guy, the other 
four or five people, they play like three additional campaigns. Like they're like, oh, our Tuesday night game and Thursday game and Friday game. And, you know, we play on Friday nights and it's like, no, fuck, fuck that. Yeah. Like you guys, I'm here for like two hours. Let's play some bugging D&D. That's all I need to see you fuckers for. Zach, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah. Glad Somebody to be here. we wanted to have for a long time. So thank you. We'll have to have him on again. Yeah. I, I feel like this is the fastest fucking hour of my life. Yeah. This went by so fast. All right. Cut it in the show. Cut, cut, cut.